Good morning. This is Judith with Success Made Simple Bloggers and Writers, and today I have the privilege of interviewing Tracy Elman. Tracy is an international bestseller in four countries. She was nominated for an Epi Award um, for uh, Santa's Snowy Adventure. Santa's Snowy Adventure received the Bronze Medal Award for Excellence, Best Children's Book of 2015, and she has a number of other credits to her name. Tracy, welcome. Well, thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. I am really excited to hear more about your book, and uh, congratulations on becoming a bestseller in four countries. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about Santa's Snowy Adventure. Well, Santa's Snowy Adventure is a book about when Santa and his elves and the reindeer get stuck in the ice, and they have to figure out how to get out of the ice so that they can go deliver the presents before Christmas. Oh, that sounds like a, a really sweet story. And actually, I, I love the book, the, the um, images that you use in the book are dynamic in the colors. What age group have you written this book for? This book is written for under age eight. And how did you come up with the ideas for the book? Well, it was written originally for Children's Hospital, for charity. It was going to be an audio book only. I liked the idea so much that I wound up using it for, for a bunch of products. Yeah, it is. It's a really neat story, and and as most children's books do, it has a moral theme. And if you were to say, tell us what that moral theme is of Santa's Snowy Adventure, what would you say? It has a bunch of hidden lessons in it. There's ethics, integrity, morals, manners, teamwork, patience, adversity, even safety. It helps our future leaders of the world. It helps them with teamwork. Mm-hmm. So moving moving on from that question, you know, it used to be that we had mentorship, we had um, apprenticeship. Leaders were more involved in raising children. Today, we don't have as much of that. In reading Santa's Snowy Adventure, I think that that might be a tool for, you know, to begin that conversation with younger children. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. You can use this book to open up dialogue and talk about all of the different things. Teamwork is a perfect example. You know, teamwork is not hard work when it's a team. And to be successful in anything, chances are you have help. So I like to teach the kids to pay it forward when you can. And if you often receive some a, a beautiful gift just from helping others, and if you love what you're doing, it's not work. Absolutely. And and so what about you, Tracy? What do you think comes forward about you, your essence, your your values, your personality through Santa's Snowy Adventure? I love children. I love working with children. That's great. So um, I guess a person, an author, would need to love children, probably at least to like children in order to write a kid's book. Um, what else do you think equips you to to begin this conversation and plant these seeds in young children? Well, I have experience with children. I'm a parent. I taught my children when they had problems reading. I wound up teaching them. And then I homeschooled using my previous writings. 
and publishing them. So I work with children. I now go into the schools and read stories to them. I just love to look at the faces of the kids, how they are so excited about Santa, about hearing stories, about hearing... When I do it, when I read a book to the kids, I get them to participate. So that's really exciting to look at their faces. And they're all raising their hand, me, me, you know, things like that. And it's just so exciting, and, it's, and I have such a passion for that. Let's talk for a moment about why you started writing. This Santa's Snowy Adventure was not your first book, and you have a lot of things that you do for yourself and other writers. Would you talk a little bit about that? Well, I, started, I came up with the idea, like I said, about Santa's Snowy Adventure because of Children's Hospital. There was a volunteer voiceover project that we would all tell stories, and we had to make up the story, but we had a theme. And that theme was basically what I used, and then I just added to it. But I didn't have the idea until I went to sleep, and I just woke up with it and started, got up, started writing, and I didn't stop until it was done. And so you also do voiceovers. I do. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I started doing voiceovers after watching my uh, a video. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, she was talking about a fish story, how to cook fish, and she was talking about the size of the fish and how it smelled and how stinky it was and how to prepare it. And as she's talking, I'm listening to her voice. And she was in her 80s. I think she was about, well, she was under 88, but she was pretty close. Mm -hmm. And she had my voice, that high-pitched voice. I thought, wait a minute. I'm very much like her. We have the same blood. And so I probably have her voice. I should use her voice for a business. I need to market that. So that's what I did. I just started, I decided to get into voiceovers because of my grandmother's fish story. <laughs> wow. That is so fascinating. And, you know, what that, to me, what that illustrates is how we never know what the inspiration is going to be for a child. Uh, and, you know, to think that your grandmother's fish story is the thing that started you off on a on a very lucrative and successful career as a voiceover artist. Uh, how many voices do you do? I've done 65 voices uh, just in the Robbie's Book series and some of the other ones that I've logged, but I've done others. Voices is um, pretty interesting to come up with the characters. A lot of times I'll just take somebody's voice that I've heard, maybe in the store, or somebody that I know, and just, it'll stand out. It'll be one of those unusual ones. And then I'll try and copy it. And it will not sound like theirs. It'll be my own, unique. And that's how I create the voices. Very cool. So what is one of your most unique voices? Would you mind giving us an example? Do you remember Cat on Saturday Night Live? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> I wanna shake your hand. Oh ew. I don't know if I really wanna shake your hand. Okay, that was the one from yes. the cat. 
Pat, yes. I thought you said cat. Yes, I remember Pat as soon as I heard you. Oh, that's so cute. That's great. So do you read for other people? Do you, you know, I mean, other other books? I guess obviously you do. You know, I've read for the kids in school. But I, I, I started doing voiceover and reading audio books. I had a friend that was in hospice, and he was in a convalescent hospital. And he was interested in hearing how I was doing. So I would bring him my books. And he loved them. And he would talk about how he couldn't wait for the next one. And then the other people in the convalescent hospital would listen. And they just, they, they all loved it. And so I realized that that's, there's a need there. There's a need to entertain, to educate, to soothe. Because I think I have a soothing voice. So I want to just go and use it to help people. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do have a very soothing voice. And I know I enjoy listening to your voice. Um, so what if, let's go back for a second to Santa's snowy adventure. Um, but before we do that, would you please let people know where they can pick the book up if they want to, to buy it? Santa Snowy Adventure is available on Amazon, iTunes, Audible. It's also on Barnes and Noble. And I have a website, Tracy Elman Books, T R A C Y E L M A N Books, B L O K S dot com. And on there there's a link to the different places you can buy it. There's also some videos on YouTube and a link take you right there as well. So there's samples, a lot of exciting stuff on there. Wonderful. And and uh, something comes to mind, and this always comes to mind for me when I talk with authors who publish on uh, CreateSpace or Amazon or online sources. What if somebody wants to get a signed book from you? How do they do that? All my contact information is located on my website, tracyelmanbooks.com, and they can send me an email or they can sign up for a newsletter. They can put a message on there and let me know if they want to have a signed copy, and I can send them one. Or they can send me their book and I can sign it. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's great. And uh, do you do readings locally? I know you live north of... Los Angeles, California, is that something that people can call you and hire you for, maybe to come, go to, you know, special events, uh, trade shows, anything like that? Yes, public speaking. And again, they can send me an email, it would be preferable. The email is on my website. Of course, I'll give it to you now. It's Tracy at TracyElman.com. Tracy Elman. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. You would be able to then give them information. All they do is submit the inquiry and the date and and a little bit about their event, and then you would get back with them on that. Yes. Great. Excellent. Well, this has been such an interesting conversation. I, I find you to be a multifaceted person. I'm lucky to have a personal relationship with you so that I can uh, ask you questions offline and uh, just as as 
questions come up, and I and I also um, want to say how much I admire you as a as a person who shares what you learn with people. I've seen you share it with fellow students or colleagues, things like that. You've been always been very very generous about teaching, and I just wanted to tell you how much I admire that about you. Thank you. I enjoy helping people. Well, thank you again for your time, Tracy. Uh, appreciate your your time with us today, and I hope that we can call you again for another interview. Absolutely, anytime. Thank you. My pleasure. This is Judith with Success Made Simple Bloggers and Writers, and we will see you next time. <laughs>